Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Ruth. Ruth chapter 2. We'll be reading from verse 17 to verse 2, verse 23. Ruth is one of those little books that's between the Judges and 1 Samuel. It's a very... It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a family story. It's a nice book. I, I would recommend that if you've got time, read it. It's about this rural family in Bethlehem. Uh, and the narrator, or the, the storyteller, is, you, you can sense that this guy is, is, is motivated. He wants to tell this story. This story is is impacting him as a person. Let us read together. So Ruth gathered barley there all day, and when she beat up the grain that evening, it filled the entire basket. She carried it back into town and showed it to her mother-in-law. Ruth also gave her the roasted grain that was left over from her meal. Where did you gather all this grain today? Naomi asked. Where did you work? May the Lord bless the one who helped you. So Ruth told her mother-in-law about, about the man in whose field she had worked. She said, the man I worked with today, his name is Boaz. May the Lord bless him. Naomi told her daughter-in-law, he's showing his kindness to us as well as to your dead husband. That man is one of our closest relatives, one of our family redeemers. Then Ruth said, what's more? Boaz even told me to come back and stay with his harvesters until the entire harvest is completed. Good, exclaimed Naomi. Do as he said, my daughter. Stay with his young women right through the whole harvest. You might be harassed in the other fields, but you'll be safe with him. So Ruth worked alongside the women in Boaz's field, gathered grain with them until the end of the barley harvest. Then she continued working with them through the wheat harvest in the early summer. And all the while, she lived with her mother-in-law. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before you. We are your church. This is your word. Your word doesn't come to us and doesn't do its work. It won't come to you of white heavenly Father. We pray that you touch us, you inspire us with your weight. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Peter has welcomed you all on the last day of 2017. 
tomorrow it's another day, it's another year. And uh, Peter also tried, I mean, he did preach, saying that you are not alone. I just want to say, as you approach 2018, you are not alone. In your, in your resolutions, in what you are going to do, as you partake, as you go through this new year, you are not alone because you are the child of the Most High God. As I've mentioned, this is a story of a, a common family like mine, like yours. The story moves smoothly from a tragedy in Moab to the happy ending in Bethlehem. This family, family of Elimek, left uh, Bethlehem and went to a far-off country in, in the valley of Moab because there was a famine in there in Bethlehem, in Judah at that moment. So they decided to run away. They decided to go and look for greener pastures. It does happen to us from time to time. We do move from greener pastures sometimes to dry pastures. Sometimes move from dry pastures to greener pastures, both individually and corporately as families. In the case of this family, they moved as a family. When they reached the, the land of Moab, the husband of, Mo, of Naomi died. And his two sons also died. Fortunately for, for, Naomi, for Naomi and his sons, the sons had married the Moabite women, two of them. The other one is Oprah, the other one is Ruth. And after a period of time, Naomi decided to go home. She urged the, these two daughters-in-law, say, guys, stay here at your home. This is your country. You know it's like the palm of your hand. Be happy, stay here. But Ruth said, no ways. I'm going with you. And she said, look, your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. The characters uh, we've read about here, we've mentioned Naomi, we've mentioned Ruth, and then, 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 then there's this guy, Boaz. Boaz didn't leave Bethlehem when there was famine. He stayed in Bethlehem, stayed in the, in the country of Judah. And uh, when Naomi came back with this Moabite, girl. The community was so excited. They, they were talking about this Naomi who came back and there was this excitement. And, and in Naomi, she said, guys, don't call me Naomi. Apparently, the name Naomi in Hebrew means the pleasure of God. Now she said, I'm no more 
God's pleasure. I'm a curse to God. God has cursed me. We need to understand this is a woman who has just lost three members of the family. She has lost her husband. She has lost her two sons as well. This is, the, this is a tragic story, but it's, it's a nice story because at the, end of the, at the end of it, as you go through it, it's only four chapters. I recommend that you read it. You, you, you see the hand of God and the providence of God in the midst of the tribulation that the, this woman is going through. She saw her world collapsing around her. That is why she says, she says here, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. Because God has, has done terrible with me. When I left, I was full when I left my home country. But now I come empty. She's making a mistake there. Because when she left her country, there was famine, there was lack, there was nothing. She needed something else. This, this reminds me of, of the history of South Africa around about 19, 1985 to around about 1994. There was a great exodus of people leaving the country from all races, only whites, not only whites that were leaving the country. There were blacks, some nurses were going out, doctors were leaving, uh, Professional people were leaving. They were going outside the country. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes there's, the, there's a fear. Fear of unknown. But to me and you as Christians, we need to know that God has got this. In the case of this Naomi, this, this, this uh, Israelite girl, man, I mean woman, she... When, when, when they were in, the, in that land, apparently, she, she lived out her faith. That is why Ruth saw and said, I'm going with you. Because apparently as a family, they were doing some rituals or means of grace at home, like praying before eating food or praying before going to, to sleep. On all, on, all, on all those other means of grace. And, and this Moabite woman saw this and she says, she declared to her, she, she came into her, her sober senses and said, your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. To us, in as much as we see the world collapsing around us, Live the faith. Live the faith. Get your strength from God Almighty. As I said, the context is that of a, a rural setting that is in the lallies. Some of us here, we live in the urban setting. We don't know the uh, the, the troubles that, uh, that people go through when they go harvesting using normal hands in the scorching heat of the sun and sometimes it rains but 
when it's harvest time, they need to be there every day. Now this Moabite woman was gleaming. So she, she was living, she was trying to get hold of the leftovers. In our context as urban, as urban uh, people, uh, I, I would come with an, an analogy of a, of a person that, you know, on, on Mondays in our area, we take the, 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 the bin, the bin out. And the, the, there would be those guys who go to, to that refuge and just open it up and try to find some stuff. That's cleaning. That is what this woman was doing. But in the midst of that, God provided a Boaz. When she came home and said, she said, I was gleaning in the field of Boaz. Naomi said, he's one of our redeemer. He is a family redeemer. He's the one to help us. He's a kinsman. He's a helper. He's the one who can take us out of the trouble that we are in. In our case, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is your redeemer. As you, as you see, as you look at the world that is collapsing around you, as you look at the world that, that, that is, does not favor you, as you try to, to push through and you are not coming through, be encouraged. As, you, as some of us, some of you are getting older, they, 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 they've got ailments every time. Some of you have happened to have a bereavement in the family, like in the case of this woman. She was bitter. She was bitter. It's good to be... It, I don't blame her. She was bitter. She was bitter. But one thing about her, she kept on saying the word of God. God Almighty. Even in this case, in the text that we just read, she, she, she's saying to, to Ruth, may the Lord bless the person on, who, on, who, on, who, on whose field you worked today. She, she has God's name in his mouth. She speaks out. She speaks out. And, and there's power in the word of God, in the name of God. If, if you speak it out, it, it, it creates, it, 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 it does something. It does something. So as, as believers today, as we go through this next year, let us stay focused. Let us, let us focus in the love of God. Let us focus on Jesus. He is our redeemer. He has got all the answers for us. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter... Your, your resolutions, you've got 20 points. Lean on Jesus. If you happen to, to get through, I mean, with only two of those, be happy with it because God has got you in his hand. He will never leave you. He will never, he'll never forsake you. He's at hand. He is Emmanuel. He's not a far off God. He is away of all our tribulations and challenges. He's the God who turns barrenness into fertile land. He's a God who's just, God of justice. He's a righteous God. He disciplines us. He teaches us. He teaches us. 
as we go through some challenges and some other stuff in life, it's because he loves us. He's the source of all blessings, guys. He loves us. He loves us. This is the God of Exodus. The God when Moses was taking out the Israelites out of Egypt. Moses said, God, if, you're not, if you are not going with us, we are not going. Leave us here. And then God said, I will be going with you guys. And the Bible says, that cloud was Christ himself. That pillar of fire was God himself. His God who will never leave you nor forsake you. Just say it, the name of God, every time. Jesus, Jesus. In whatever situation you find yourself in, even if you are, you are happy, just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you are facing troubles and tribulation, Jesus, you've got this. Ask him. Invite him. Invite him into your world. Invite him into your world. He cares for you. He cares for you. Identify with him. Identify with him. He's a kind God. He's a kind God. In the case of Naomi, he says, he says God has dealt harshly with me. He says, okay, he is almighty. He, in their language, she would call her God El Shaddai, which is God Almighty. And, and he, she forgot something, that God is God who is so kind. He's not an angry God. He is not an angry God. Guys, we serve a God of love. He loves us. He cares for us. Sometimes we... We, want, we, we don't understand because our, our life will, will go like in the life of this family. They went to Moab. There was death. There was bereavement in the family. And they, they said, okay, no, God does not love us. No. God is unfolding his plan of salvation, even through you, through me, even today. As you come to church, your neighbors or your children who don't come to church, they see you when you go out. Say, okay. I'm telling you, you are writing the redemption story for them. They will say one day, I want this God, the God of my father, the God of my grandfather, and they will follow. So pass you, God. Pass you, God. His name has come out of your mouth. Leave your faith out. Leave your faith out. And the people will see. You don't have to, to preach. You don't have to, to proclaim sometimes. Just by walking. The people will see the difference and will say, I want to be like him. And they might come to you and say, Peter, what is it about you? You are so different. You just tell him, it's because of the Lord. 
It's because of Jesus. He's the one who transforms me. He's the one who changes me. I'm not the Peter that was when you, well, 20 years ago because I met Jesus. Sorry, Peter, to use you. As we walk our life, as we live our as we live with our children, with our neighbors, with our relatives, guys, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Look, this is, this is not... This, our God does not condone us. He doesn't care if you drink casually, if you smoke casually. I'm not, I'm not saying let's do that, but I'm telling you, He's a God who does not condone us. He does not pick what's wrong all the time. He loves you. He loves you. As you go through 2018, go without confidence that the God I serve is the God of love. He has got so many attributes, so many characteristics that you can pick up from him. It starts with you. It starts with yourself. Love yourself first. Love your immediate family, your wife, your children. And that will, will just outflow to the others. It will just outflow, outflow, outflow. As, as I have mentioned, as Boaz is a redeemer, uh, to, to Naomi. Naomi had a smile when Ruth came. She had a smile at her face, in her face because she, 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 was, she, she remembered that, okay, I remember Boaz. Boaz is, a, is our relative. Now, as, uh, we have this hope now that he will stand out for us as a family. In our case, we have Jesus. Is our Redeemer. He knows each one of us. He has knitted each one of you so different from me. He knows you. You're, we talk of DNA, we talk of samples, all, all those things. He knows. He knitted that into your system. He knows you better than even you know yourself. So Christians, be encouraged as you approach 2018. And those who are not yet, who are just exploring, who are not yet Christians, who have not uh, committed their life to Christ, I want to challenge them. It's not an obligation, but it's just an advice that you need Christ. You need the Redeemer. He's here, he's Emmanuel, he's God with us. He's here today. He speaks, he speaks, he speaks. He speaks with a, with, with, a, with a voice that is so low. He speaks to you, he speaks to you, he speaks to us as individuals. You can make that commitment and say, I want you, Jesus. I want you to be my, my redeemer today. I come to you, I humble myself before you. I see the world crumbling around me. I've got so much that I hope for, but it doesn't come true. Relax and just know that God has got you.
This is the God that we will spend our eternity with in heaven. It is true, guys. We will spend eternity with him. There will be no lack there. There's lack here. There will be lack here. There will be lack here. But if you have a lack and you have, you, you have Jesus, you will, have, you will be content with what, you, with, with what you have. You'll be satisfied. You won't be jealous of others getting stuff. You will be content. You will be content. I'm so moved by the elderly people who come to church. And they, some have got their hot sticks. They are leaning, they are leaning. I want to say to you guys, you are writing God's story. The people see you. And they are blessed because you are writing God's story. In fact, you are, you, are, you are a pain in God's hand as he writes his story. Uh, I pray that God will, God will bless you and be with you in this coming year. Have your resolutions, guys. Lean on God. Be encouraged. God loves you. Uh, as we approach within uh, not very long, it will be 2018, be encouraged. Come to this church. Come to this church because this is your family. I am your family. I am your brother from another mother. Let us pray together. <laughs> Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you as we as uh, 2017 closes, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your weight. We thank you that you are Emmanuel, you are God with us, and that you'll never leave nor forsake us. Carry us through to 2018, Heavenly Father, and we've got resolutions, Heavenly Father, but the main resolution is to have you, Heavenly Father. May you have your way in our lives. You are God Almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful. Be with us as we share uh, as we share gospel with our families, as we share meals with our families, Heavenly Father, be with the entire SBC family, Heavenly Father, this term and also this coming year, Heavenly Father. Uh, we, we thank you. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.